Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. There's little question China has interfered with uh, in Canada's internal matters. And now, of course, the Hong Kong city government has issued bounties on Canadians like former Hong Kong political leader Dennis Kwok. So the issue becomes of even greater concern. Kenny Chu the former Conservative Member of Parliament in British Columbia, joins us. Kenny, thank you so much. I always appreciate the opportunity to speak with you. Hi, Roy. Uh, it's been uh, my great pleasure to be with you. Thank you. Um, w- w- what do you make of where we stand now in the pursuit of a public inquiry into, into China's interference in Canada's internal issues like our elections? Are you encouraged? Are you cautious? What, what are you, how are you responding to the news today? Well, I've been to many Canadian media uh, interviews, and one of the common questions they ask me is, am I going to run again? Well, my answer has been, and I will consistently uh, continue that, and that is, um, you know, if, if this problem is not fixed, then why bother? Uh, we, we know that the country is um, open, uh, open field for foreign interference. Yes, not just for Chinese, but especially resourced and also ambitious is the Chinese Communist Party in Canada. So, the you know I, I proposed this bill uh, like two years ago, um, and the government was completely not even lukewarm. They're not interested. But it looks like that, that you know this this uh, sentiment has not changed. Uh, they they are it's like pulling teeth from the governing liberals. Uh, one would not be blamed for thinking that there is some reason why they're not interested in supporting. But if, if, we, if this is not fixed right now, uh, our next uh, election could be in jeopardy because of, you know, there, there is, people are, are wondering, there's confidence problem and all that. And it's been two years since CESAS had actually tabled a report for the government that MPs were under target by the Chinese Communist Party, and yet we are seeing that the government is not doing much. And what I want to see is, you know, it's not a comprehensive, uh, you know, silver bullet that will stop all foreign interference from any country in the world. No, we understand it's an incremental process, but, you know, to to start with, to stop uh, any foreign um, uh, lobbyist, um, from from interfering with a government to to introduce a Australian like foreign uh, transparency act, it's a piece of cake. All you have to do is just introduce it, debate it, amend it, and pass it. Hey, in the Senate there is already uh, something that proposed by Senator Leo Hosako since February last year, and so I think I think that my sentiment is I'm frustrated, I'm I'm disappointed. Uh, it looks like that the the government doesn't seem to be genuinely interested in solving this problem. 
No, and you know, a, a registry of foreign nationals or anyone who's who's lobbying on behalf of another nation is just a fundamental step in protecting your sovereignty. Absolutely, Roy. I mean, and we are not infringing on anybody's political uh, rights in exercising their, you know, what they want to do. If you want to lobby the government to remove Taliban uh, from the from the terrorist list because you got some money or interest from the Taliban government, Africa, Afghanistan, you can continue to do that. All you have to do is just be transparent, register, and have an entry in that so that journalists such as yourself and, and other colleagues of yours could actually ask some question, and maybe it's all about Ford. Um, I, I think this is uh, the easiest, lowest-hanging fruit, and yet the government doesn't seem to be interested, and they mix it all up with anti-Asian racism and all that kind of crazy stuff. Are you confident? I'll choose that word advisedly. Mm-hmm. Are you confident that if a public inquiry moves forward, I said if, and if they choose a person who's agreeable to all the political parties, are you confident that Mr. Trudeau and the Liberal Party, the Liberal government, will participate with enthusiasm, integrity, and a determination to really do something of significance and value to the country? Uh, no, I don't, I'm not confident that they will participate in that process with enthusiasm and integrity. I think so far what I have observed in the past couple of years is that they will respond uh, when the when when they're within when when they're cornered when there is no other option they will take one small step. Um, but I still believe that a a foreign uh, influence registries will eventually arrive in Canada. Um, that may have to go through um, you know a, a different. Uh, government, a different party, uh, or maybe the the liberals would see that they're cornered, they, they don't have any other choice, um, but one way or the other, they will do it, albeit that they uh, may not be enthusiastic and excited about it. I've never asked you this question, but I want to ask it now. What does it feel like? What did it feel like to you as an incumbent conservative member of parliament in British Columbia? When you lost the 21 election and you know that China actively campaigned, Beijing actively campaigned against you on social media and in other ways, no doubt, in this country and in your writing to defeat you, to to know that a power as significantly influential as China worked to get you unelected. How did it feel the morning after? Betrayal? Um, because I, I value my Canadian citizenship. I know a lot. I was born in Hong Kong, uh, a place where it does not offer uh, offer me any nationality or, or citizenship. And this is the country that I look up to, Canada, and I, I put my my heart into it. And I worked very hard, you know, for decades as a software development professional, and then later on to uh, run for office. And so I, I have high expectation of what the country will protect, um, you know, Canadians such as myself um, and, you know, against foreign powers. And I see that there is a hole. That's why in my term as, as a member of parliament, I decided to plug, to propose something to plug the hole. Uh, 
Yeah. Um, but it looks like that, uh, you know, David Johnson is right. It, it's way too partisan. It looks like that when Christia Freeland is threatened by Russia, they will do something to stamp that hold. But when they are the beneficiary, uh, to me, it looks like that they are not willing. They, they, they will continue to sit there and be benefited. And, and so it's, it's a huge sellout. To me, um, you know, I, I, I have a deep sense of betrayal uh, by my country. Uh, and I know that it's not, it's not Canada, but we are a democratic country. Uh, the country elected the uh, Liberal Party of Canada, Justin Trudeau, as the government, as the prime minister. In a sense, I felt like I'm, you know, I, I, I wasn't protected as, um, you know, a, a member of parliament did. If you, if any of your audience listened to what Aaron O'Toole said uh, in the House of Commons, um, you know, the, the point of privilege, meaning that as a member of parliament, uh, they are threatened for representing Canadian interests, uh, because of uh, issues that they, they brought up in the House of Commons. Well, that's exactly what it is. I think our um, rights and our privilege uh, has been infringed by these foreign powers, and it is incumbent for the government, uh, whoever, you know, whichever party is in place, to protect uh, this fundamental right that we have. If we have a public inquiry, it's going to get pretty close to, if not, extend beyond an election date in 2025. Do you have confidence, I keep using this word, do you have confidence that a public inquiry, uh, no matter what the result is, it w will really affect change? Will China respect, be concerned about, um, decide to alter its behavior and attitude and uh, position toward Canada? Well, Roy, I don't think... You know the 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 public inquiry, or even its recommendations being fully implemented. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think I don't think it. You know, any public inquiry will uh, will stamp and completely stop uh, foreign interference because these are uh, very um, ambitious countries, and they see Canada as the weakest link. So their effort will continue. Uh, it, it's just that the non-action. It's also sending a message to uh, these countries, and especially the most ambitious of all and resource, resourceful of all, being the, uh, the Chinese Communist Party-controlled China. And therefore, the country has no other option but to get into it, uh, realizing that uh, public inquiry, our standard, are very high. And it has to be proven beyond level of doubt, and uh, you have to have evidence and all these. And in the intelligence circle, uh, things are not necessarily as black and white. Um, therefore, I, I think the, the public inquiry would, would at least, uh, you know, demonstrably uh, to tell Canadians how bad and how wide and how deep the problem is. Mm -hmm. um, it, this, this will at least give us um, the, the wake-up call that is much uh, overdue. Okay. Is this a... Is this a a very concerning time, a frightening time, a fearful time. For, for many um, Canadians of Chinese origin or who have ties to Hong Kong or to mainland China with family there, is this, a, is this an alarming time? And do you believe that members of parliament and other elected officials in this country have been compromised by Beijing? Ooh, that's uh, highly speculative. I don't have 
I don't have much uh, proof and evidence, but just based on. Or will they have? Uh, will China have tried? Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. They they you know across the country, uh, they have been through their um, proxy organizations, been supporting lower level governments uh, candidates uh, in school boards and city councils and the provincial legislature. And these are exactly what they what they are. And remember, keep in mind that they play a long game. Um, so they, they want to build a relationship, a, a grooming process with some of these um, uh, politicians. And therefore, by the time they, they get to a federal level, then they will be able to exert certain level of influence. Now, Roy, I always... Um, bring bring up one point that is critical. We, as a as a multicultural country as as Canada, we have Chinese who has been living in in Canada, uh, you know, with generations, uh, you know, over decades, if not over a hundred years, and and but you know, China, they are trying to propagate and manipulate these same uh, ethnic Chinese people to believe that they are the ones who can advocate and res- uh, represent their interests in Canada, trying to tear them and split them from, from the Canadian fabric. And this is destroying our mutual trust. And so one thing that uh, every Canadian can do, it's not to question your neighbor just because he or she is, you know, of, of ethnic Chinese or Asian, because the CCP, it's very cunning. They're very smart. They know that. Uh, they they will go to anybody who has power, not necessarily just ethnic non- ethnic lines or ideology, you know, being conservative or liberals, but they will use any any cracks that they can find. However, they keep telling the Chinese people in Canada that this is anti-Asian racism. If you start questioning uh, about their their work in Canada, and therefore trying to get. Uh, the ethnic Chinese community to be on their side. Um, they are praying and hoping that there will be some some actions that are are you know discriminatory against uh, the Chinese community, and therefore w- they will be able to reinforce this um, narrative that they are trying to preach. So one thing as as Canada, our country, uh, that we stand together and present a united front against this false narrative and present them something that uh, will unite all people, including and especially our, our Asian communities. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend. 